The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond! Uh, beyond! Beyond. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 245. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the PlayStation powerhouse, Ryan Clements. Hey, man. How's it going? Good. He yeah. only does everything. Colin Moriarty. What you doing, Punkhead? You grinding some loves on Rainbow Moon, Punkhead? And the ghost of Andrew Goldfarb. Literally, because Soon. he is not feeling well today. Apparently, he vomited it all last night and then texted people at four in the morning saying he was sick. But I didn't get a text. You didn't but get a text? That's what I get, I guess. I didn't get a text either. Just it's one fine. of his good friends. What do I deserve a text for? He probably just texted Casey out of a fever dream and then <laughs> went back to bed. Uh, my, whole, my whole life's a fever dream. It's episode two on the new the new, the new, new Tuesday mm. schedule. How I've, do we like it so far, guys? I'm tired right now. It's been a long day. Mm-hmm. But I'm not as tired as when we do up at noon, so I got that going for me. Mm. How, how do you like it? Drinking your frescas? Bringing that tech fetish yeah, bullshit sorry, to this it. podcast. <laughs> got, guys, it, do they drink fresh? That time? was their official drink when Scott oh. Lowe was still uh, among us. God rest soul. Interesting. It is amazing how refreshing Fresca is. With that said, uh, this is not sponsored by Fresca. It could be. I like the Tuesday podcast. It's fine. Nice. I feel like we, we get it done early in the week when we, we got a lot to talk about. We're yeah. still fresh. And yeah. then we don't have to kind of have it on our schedules later on. Moriarty, how are you feeling about it? No, I don't care. Okay, good. <laughs> always, always a well-spoken man. Uh, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. We're, of course, IGN's PlayStation Podcast, if you somehow stumbled, oh, yeah. stumbled in here. Welcome. We don't do that all the time. Talk about that. I got cream cheese what, on my fresca? cup from this morning. Oh, oh. What? Cream cheese? Cream cheese, yeah. Oh, well, how did that? Bit, oh, from your bagel. bagel. Yeah. From your bagel. Mm. I, was, I love a fucking Did you, bagel. from across the street? Oh, yeah. Or from Great the American Bagel? Great American Bagel, yeah, yeah. All right, got it. Mm. I get the poppy seed and I get the garlic and cream cheese. Oh, oh my God, am I sitting pretty? I love, I love, uh, let's be, let's real talk. Let's do it. Mm. It's more like the show. Strawberry cream cheese. See, now, in the old mm. days, when I'd be hitting up Einstein Brothers Bagels, which is n- known as Noah's Bagels out here, right. but back in Chicagoland, when I'd be rocking it, blueberry bagel, strawberry cream cheese. Okay. That was that a big sounds, one for me. That sounds great. What about... Then I got older. I got I started doing egg bagels, garlic and Ooh, herb cream cheese out at Noah's. What about... Now, the other place over there. Raisin bagel, mm. cinnamon no. cream nope. cheese. No, oh, no, no thank you. Right. You can get that raisin shit out of my face. Cinnamon so raisin bagel toasted with butter is pretty legit. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's Just about almost any bagel toasted with butter, extra butter. Extra it's butter. pretty legit. Yeah, Although no, Noah's bagels suck. You need to get... They're you, like really bready. Yeah, they're not they're, what you they're, want. They're, they're, oh, God. You like Great American Bagel, are you right? Yeah. That's yeah. the place down by the, like, by the parking garage? Yeah. 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 Well, if you ever come to San Francisco, everybody, go to Great American Bagelry down on Townsend. Which not is, its real name. Not its real name. But it should be. Yeah. 
I don't even know its real name. I, exactly. I, I've I've done well <laughs> enough to bring this p- piece of misinformation to the masses. It's called the Bagel Hole. <laughs> top of the muffin to you. That's a different kind of San Francisco. It's not top of the muffin to you. <laughs> it, no, it is. <laughs> uh, How many times. items are on the Roper Report this week? Twelve. Let's hit them. A dozen, they say. <sighs> a dozen, a straight Interesting. dozen. We're talking about bagels. But yeah. you usually get a baker's dozen and a bagel. Place. Yeah, baker's yeah. dozen. So what? It means thirteen. I know. The reverse baker's dozen is eleven. That's stupid. Number one. Anarchy Reigns, the upcoming Platinum Games title being published by Sega, has been delayed until the first quarter yeah, of 2013. Wah, wah, wah. Originally slated for release this July, Anarchy Reigns has been delayed everywhere in the world but in Platinum <laughs> Games' home territory of Japan, where it will come out in a couple of weeks. The delay is likely due to Sega's exceptionally poor financial situation. That's sad. Game's already uh, translated, I heard too, right? Yeah, I don't know why they're not just releasing There's, it. If you go on the Japanese PlayStation Store, you download the demo, you can play it in English. I, yeah, I believe the Japanese version has an English language track with, with subtitles. Mm. I think. So I've heard that too. Or, or, or I think something Platinum, games, Platinum Games does that, I think, usually. You know, yeah, but. I mean, I, I don't know. But I, I certainly think it would probably be... I thought it would have been easy for them to just put it out now. Maybe there's some sort of technicality we just can't see. Yeah, see, we always scenes. say that. We always say how easy yeah, we think everything that's is. That's like when, when, when people write in, they're like, where's this review? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're like, well, you got, there's a lot of moving pieces. I know we'll get to it eventually. Yeah. But it's pretty depressing, my Twitter feed. Right now, because every I, I reviewed Lego Batman yeah. two okay. on 360 PS3 last night at midnight. In the the days leading up to it, people kept asking me about the Vita version. I would say, "Don't have it." I hear it's open world like DS. Those amped up. Those questions amped up. You know, leading into the review last night, I put up three separate times on my Twitter feed. This is what's happening. The review for 360 PS3 is going live. I'll know about Vita later on. Right, blah, blah, Vita blah, blah. to follow. Exactly, and I, I'd mentioned the open world 3DS thing, and even today, at, at this very moment, I'm getting tweets asking me, well, is the Vita cross-platform, blah, 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 it's like, motherfucker, look back at the Twitter feed. You gotta, if you're gonna ask somebody a question, just scroll, the, scroll down a little scroll bit. Scroll a little bit. Yeah, check, check through Not that history. I don't want, I want you to follow me at Game Over Great. I right. want to talk to you, but you understand, of course, the, it's exhausting, answering the same question so many times. Yeah. Exhausting. Exhausting. <sighs> Colin, Colin saw me last night. So I was just laying there, Patillo was trying to lick my face. I couldn't, I couldn't have it. I had to yeah. answer the tweets. No, you got to answer those tweets. You can't let those tweets pile up. It'll be a tweet pile. We also watched three episodes of Seinfeld back to back to back. I know. It was awesome. I mean, last night, the, 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 my favorite episode, which is about Cray Marico, was on. <laughs> and uh, is that the, That's from the clip that we watched, yeah, right? Like, yeah. The Mr. Thomas Sulok, like, George quotes are the fucking best thing ever. What does he say? He's like, he's like... What does he say about Mr. Thomas Sulo being fake handicapped? He's like, he's like, I'll teach Mr. Thomas Sulo who to hire being fake handicapped. Something you like should have that. called me that was on. I haven't seen that episode forever. Uh, it's, so, it's so good. What, what amazes me is that, I mean, I think it's kind of obvious by now that everybody knows how important Seinfeld is to like American pop culture. Mm. But it's, it still kind of amazes me how funny yeah. and unique that show was and, pro- and pretty much defined our Colin and I watched right? that show, and we know every joke that's coming, and we still laugh hysterically. Mm-hmm. You can't say that about many things. No, it's like it's like Seinfeld I love and Lucy. That's it. I love Lucy, and like All in the Family, and like there's a few shows that are like timeless. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Some might say the Hogan Family. I don't think yeah. anyone ever said that. No. I, mean, I said that yesterday. No. I've never even seen But that, that episode is special because it's the episode where, like, like Play Now is trying to fire George for being fake handicapped, like, for faking that he was handicapped and he refuses to leave. So they, yeah. they start, like, trying to seal him out of his office. And his bathroom, yeah, right? That, so they open his bathroom, yeah, his bathroom up. So that he, like, like locks the, the bathroom. It's so, yeah. it's like, so, plus that's the one with Craig Marica with the fake intern from NYU, the yeah. ball of oil. 
the voice with the girlfriend. It's like a million awesome. And how they wrap it all up at the end, of course, is quite nice. Well, I, I think that's the thing is that you guys, <laughs> I love that this is our PlayStation show. Uh, you, you gave me a weird uh, look for a second. Though. I usually do. All right. Good. Uh, the amazing thing is that Seinfeld episodes in and of themselves are these brilliant uh, demonstrations of how to do narrative, like multiple narrative threads all, you know, twisting together. And then it just kind of all comes together to a head just in the perfect way. Yeah, like, a, like a delicious beer. Mm. And obviously, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm is quite similar. <laughs> Greg, Greg hates the lip smack. I do noise. hate that noise. It's, it's, like a, it's like a puppy licking its lips. That's all it is. But you're not a puppy. What, what, do, you th- what do you think <laughs> it is? Uh, I don't want to say it. <laughs> What's number two? What's number two on the number one? <laughs> Rainbow Moon, the upcoming PSN exclusive RPG from SideQuest Studios, has a price and release date. Set for release on July 4th in the UK and sometime in July elsewhere in the world. The game will cost $15. For what it's worth, SideQuest Studios is responsible for the Soldier X games on PSN, so there's cause to be excited. And I can tell you, I've been playing it for quite some time, uh-huh. and uh, it's good. Yeah. And uh, I think people that are looking for an RPG will be quite excited. It's very long. I'm See, like 25 hours into it, and I don't know. I mean, we're gonna we might have to approach the 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 talk about like if I put 50 hours into this game, am I ready to review it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're gonna have to talk. We're gonna have to have that conversation. We at just some point. did. I'm telling I agree you, with yes. On this one, yeah. I, I I just you know like the the readers know all about it. When you know consumer that wants like an honest opinion of the game is going to play it for 50 hours and say no i think i'm dissatisfied i mean yeah that's uh, true i'm gonna see i think most people make up their minds i'm glad that you're enjoying the game from what i see of when i walk by or you know you talk about in casual conversation it seems like a game i'll never be able to get into and it it looks pretty it looks cute i like it but it seems like it's incredibly long it's got it's difficulty at times yeah i'm, I'm playing it on hard which was a mistake because no. i can't i can't go back and change the way it. the voices sound. so i don't know if i'm getting experience like twice as slowly or you know whatever but there are a little like so there are little perks for playing it hard like harder uh-huh. so i started with no equipment and on the hardest difficulty and that's supposed to like give you so like i run into random dudes like they give me money and stuff like that every once in a while so there's like your real life yeah I'm, I'm walking down you know excuse Irving. me mr moriarty yes Here's some money. <laughs> I heard your life's really hard. So <laughs> your life is hard. Here's some money. Uh, number three. The European Game Ratings Board has given a rating to the Bioshock Ultimate Rapture Edition, rumored to contain Bioshock, Bioshock 2, and all the DLC for each game. 2K Games hasn't clarified whether this is real or not, though the rating almost certainly indicates that it is. And that wouldn't be surprising, of course, with Bioshock Infinite on the I horizon. fell asleep during that news story. Why? That's uh, boring. Oh. What's Who boring cares? about Bioshock? Games are old as hell. I'm going to make a Clements prediction. Bioshock Infinite will be the first Bioshock game that I actually play through more than an hour of. Wow, really? Yep. And the funny thing is, I know how how important the original Bioshock is to the gaming spectrum of today. Uh-huh. It's never got through it. Interesting. Like not the, even like an hour, not even two hours into it. No, like I think I think I probably only played it for maybe even forty five minutes. Wow. And then I just got caught up with something else. Got like a pretty light flew by, and I was like, "Ooh, here's something I'd like to put on the table for discussion. Mm, May I take off my shoes?" Yeah, sure. Why? Why wouldn't you be allowed to do yeah, that? I don't know. I think Damon freaked out once during Game Scoop. But if, it no. sounds like I want to put him up, and then I want, I want to sit cross-legged Damon in the chair. Damon didn't let me like, or, or eat lounging. a banana when I was on Game Scoop. I think. Well, I can understand Damon. Yeah, the food distracts, and then you get, then you get the lip smacking puppy things well, in the house. I, I would, you know, I would lean away. I just do the lip smacking to to creep you out. Mm, really. Sure, you do. Number four. How's that half Indian kid coming? <laughs> 
not created oh, yet. By the way, everybody, thank mm. you so much for the Ryan Clements wiki. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're in hysterics. It, I, it, it's my background photo right now, the one I about s- the half-Indian kids so that Greg won't care about. What what I love – Can I, I'm sorry. I need to tell the Beyond Go. fans the story. Roll, son. I get in – I come into work that – what was it? Was it the day after um, that uh, I last think week? so. Yeah, it was, either, it was either Wednesday or Thursday, something like that. So I get into the office. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm throwing my stuff down. The, the boys are already there, and Tackling. I know, I notice everyone has the Ryan Clements wiki up on their their monitors. I'm touched, first of all. This is, yeah. and it's an honor. It's an honor to be. To You're be, touched, all right. I'm touched. I am. <laughs> and um, you know, it's it's so cool. It's just cool that people have so many fun jokes and stories about me. P, P, you know, it's just it's great. And I realize, like, and I it, the, on the wiki page, Colin is looking at that. I, I look over at his monitor, and it's got the picture of me from Beyond Two Hundred lifting my shirt up because the guys, the you know, the, the fan asked me, and uh, and I'm like, oh my god, that, that's amazing. They already added pictures of me, and Colin says, if by they you mean Greg, then yes. <laughs> well, we find out, if, if you don't remember in the last episode of Beyond, we, I, we you gave us the story. We said add it to the wiki. Wait, that doesn't exist. Somebody make the wiki. And so you all you all did, and you made a great wiki that's been added to. So go ahead and Google it. Funny story, I, I went to Google it here to read off some of the facts. Here are the, the here are the top five autocompletes for Ryan Clements. Oh, these are great. Ryan I Clements saw- IGN. Yep. Ryan Clements Twitter. Okay, that makes sense. Ryan Clements Gay. Yep. Ryan Clements Blog. Yep. <laughs> Ryan Clements IGN Twitter. Then it's Ryan Clements Tattoo, Ryan Clements Middle Name IGN, Ryan Clements Kingdom Heart, Ryan Clements K-Pop, Ryan Clements IGN Facebook. Yeah, I, I thought I thought you were, I thought there was also a Ryan Clements IGN gay. <laughs> <laughs> One of mine is Colin Moriarty is a douche. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, I mean, we should do that more often. I I think the Beyond audience knows I'm I'm not gay, but um, yeah, I guess people just think the sexually ambiguous all those jokes that we tell. Makes them wonder. Just stay off the boat. Oh, <laughs> I haven't been to the wiki in a while. Has anybody been to the wiki in a while? No. Look at how great the front page looks now. That's the front page when you get there. It's got a little <laughs> Do you thing. know Ing went, Ing went in there and like really cleaned like now, up the front page. Now it's quotes and quirks. There's two pages, quotes and quirks. Well, Ing, yeah, and Ing did the landing page where with all the like, yeah, like all detailed the information. Yeah. My, my favorite one was that Ryan Clements is a, was, was once afraid of getting hit by a stray bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know. Okay, all right. So beyond, beyond friends. Hello, guys. Uh, if anyone remembers where the story, if I did, I ever say that I was afraid of getting hit by a stray bullet because I don't I still remember. Think Hillary made that up on a TRL. I, yeah, I don't remember where I would have said this. It sounds like something I would. Yeah, be it afraid absolutely of. does. But I also like that you were you you told Greg you could find it in Greg once that you were afraid that the tires are on your car were going to blow out. Yeah, and that's true. <laughs> that was when uh, in case in case the Beyond audience doesn't remember this, that it is true that I, I tires exploding is now Ryan Clements. Fear. Yeah, see what this but, is how that it reads oh. as in, as mentioned on a prior Three Red Lights episode, oh, Ryan okay. used to worry about his car. His tires popping when he was going full speed on the highway due to the noisy nature. Oh, this uh, I thought this is where that was before. I'm, I, I think up. they removed the uh, stray okay. bullet good. thing. Good, that's good. But what I was going to say is, as funny as the story is, really the 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 logic behind the story of the tires exploding is that the, I had I just bought this car, first car I've ever owned in my life when I when I moved out to Ijen. So I'm what like 22, and. Uh, that like at at some at some angles when my car when wind hits my car it makes this howling noise and I'd never heard it before so I was worried it was the tires because you couldn't really tell where it was coming from and that's when I freaked out with Greg also, Greg in my passenger seat also Ryan Clements of course famously learned how to rollerblade in the dream yeah I don't so I love that 
And I don't like how someone at, like made it fantasy sounding like I learned from like a rollerblading spirit or God. I'm like, no, I, it, I just had the dream about it. There was, there was no spirit. And then you really knew how to do but it. But then I really knew how to do it. Ryan Clements' hands are so soft that he's referred to as baby soft. See Podcast Beyond episode 189 at 2509. <laughs> oh, I love it. I oh, love man. it. All right. What's we... number three, four on the rope <laughs> <laughs> of the 12 stories. Activision has revealed that Neversoft, the Activision-owned developer best known for its Tony Hawk franchise, is now working on the Call of Duty franchise. Which game it's working on specifically is unknown, though we've known since last year that Neversoft has been gearing up for work on an FPS with a massive amount of hiring. Mm-hmm. BTW. It's interesting. Greg just showed me the, the screenshot he has of the OCD half-Indian baby yeah. that he's not going to care about. Yeah. You're going to love that baby when that I baby's know. around. Prophecy is be so the best cute. Prophecy is foretold. I'll be the best goddad you've ever seen. <laughs> Prophecy has already foretold that he will not. I don't think anyone in this room has the ability to prophesize. You, you thought wrong. All right. Number five. In an interview with CVG, EA's Frank Gabo noted something interesting, that two EA reboots from earlier this year had very different levels of success. He noted that Syndicate wasn't successful, but SSX was. So now you know which game to expect a sequel from and what you can expect to die. <laughs> That's not surprising, because Syndicate was uh, turned into a shooter, which I don't think anyone asked for. Oh, um, SSX. I remember. I only played SSX once. I played it at an event, and I was like super underwhelmed. But everyone really loved it. So. Yeah, I played it at home for a while, like an hour and a half. I was like, all right, I'm done. That's all I, I don't want to go back to. That's this. all you needed. Yeah, I've, I've, I've snowboarded in the games before. I liked how you jumped. You bailed out of a helicopter in the beginning. That was cool. Number six is bad news for the PlayStation community. Uh oh, trophies gone. That game company, the developer that got famous off of its trio of PSN exclusive games, Flow, Flower, and Journey, has revealed that it's raised five point five million dollars in venture capital and will go multi-platform. This is bad news for Sony, which owns all of that game company's previous titles, but good news for that game company, which can now make a ton of money moving off of PSN. See, yeah. that's, that's nothing. That, that's not bad news at all. In multi-platform, they'll still come to PS3. You'll yeah. still get those games, and they will, they'll be on other things, so they'll make more money, and they'll keep making games. Yeah. What's interesting to me is... Really what's to interesting me. to me is... is uh, Congratulations, Genova and team. Well, what's interesting to me is that they raised $5.5 million. You'd think Sony would have given them twice that much to just not move. Yeah, maybe they didn't want that, though. Maybe that was part of, you know, they, they wanted to go out and do different things. They wanted the options. They wanted to make money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Turn this into a career. Yeah, I'd like for them to make money. You know, money. Chen's sick of living in bunk beds and garages. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes. Rolling out, putting on his PJs, making journey. Making journey in his yeah. PJs. Sitting at pitch meetings, they're like, "What game do you want to make?" And he's like, uh, uh, and he looks around the room. He's like, "There's a fl- flower. I want to make. It's called a flower. It's a lot like that flower over there. It's gonna look out the window and wishes it was free." And they're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> we'd like to buy ne- your studio." Meeting, and he's like, "No, I'm good, thanks." Then the next meeting, he looks around and he's like, <laughs> sees the Journey CD, and he's like, a j- "Journey, Journey. I want to make a game called Journey." Oh, what happens in Journey? Like, some sand falls out of his shoe. <laughs> you go to the beach. <laughs> you go to the beach. You put on your homeless person poncho and you go down to the beach. And there's this, there's these like scarf snakes. They need you to touch them to bring them red. Really <laughs> <laughs> like crazy man. Brilliant. <laughs> you need to get touch them. Make them red. I want to buy this game. Number seven. There's bad news for anyone hoping to play The Last of Us this year. Developer Naughty Dog revealed on the Jimmy Fallon show that the game won't be coming out until 2013. When specifically in the year it will be released remains unknown. God, I love Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, he's funny. I he's like that so show. so good. That show is so fun. I like when he does note thank you notes or whatever. Oh, thank you notes? I love that. Thank you, the letter Y, for looking like a letter T that landed a successful black flip. <laughs> backflip also. Not black flip, but that would be, I guess, a modification of a backflip. Number eight. you're dressed in all black. Oh, okay. Yeah. Number eight. 
A survey provided to IGN by a reader indicates that Sony is working on a Gran Turismo game for Vita. Mm. In the survey, the reader was asked if he would be interested <laughs> worry, in, getting, in, in getting Gran Turismo on Vita at a discount if you already own GT on PS3. Other questions in the survey included a refresh to, uh, indicated that a refresh to PlayStation Plus is indeed coming, as well as digital downloads for all new releases, which can be purchased on PSN at a discount. Sony refused to comment on the surveys when contacted. Mm. It wouldn't be surprising that they're working Not on Gran Turismo. Polyphony plans to release it in 2016. Exactly. Number nine. Number I'm sorry, I thought of another. I thought what? of another. Uh, Lay it on us. Thank you, Advil, for looking like Eminem's older brother that went to medical school. <laughs> <laughs> it was something along those lines. Yes. I think my version works just fine. It's fine. Yeah. Number nine. God of War Ascension is getting a special edition. For 80 bucks. the collector's edition will come with the game, a Kratos statue, a steelbook game case, the game soundtrack, and a pass for free access to future God of War DLC. Ares. So that's that. Number 10, the best-selling PSN game of May 2012 was The Walking Dead Episode 1. Followed by Journey, Pixel Junk Shooter, I Am Alive, and Sonic the Hedgehog 4 Episode 2. Stop buying I Am Alive. The three top-selling Vita games were Mortal Kombat, Tabletop Tanks, and Escape Plan. The best-selling PS1 classic was The Legend of Dragoon. The best-selling PS2 classic was Max Payne. And the best-selling PSP game was God of War, Ghost of Sparta. That Tabletop Tank's coming in it, too. That's cool. Yeah. Well, it's not surprising. It's cheap. Yeah, I think. But then again, that's what I was talking about, right? If If they hadn't made minis, totally stupid. You put out a you know you put out a game. It's two bucks. Comes with trophies. It seems neat enough. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I'm with you on that one. All right. Number eleven. Listings on both Amazon and Walmart have res- have revealed the very first details about Call of Duty Black Ops to classified on PlayStation Vita. The game will cost fifty bucks and will be and will be played via quote an all new campaign of special ops missions optimized for gamers on the go end quote. It sounds a great deal like an FPS version of Unit Thirteen. The game will obviously include multiplayer, though we don't know, you don't yet know the nature of the multiplayer modes. Mm, interest. And we don't have a release date either, obviously. Mm, also interest. Mm. Uh, number 12, the previously announced Doom 3 BFG edition, which will include Doom, Doom 2, and Doom 3, and other goodies, upscaled and trophy-enabled, now has a release date and price. It will come out on October 16th in North America and October 19th in Europe, and will cost $40. I'm very excited about that. Really? I love Doom. I'm looking forward to playing them again. I don't know. They Doom. seem like downloads I'll play, but not get all the way through. Jade. Doom 3 especially was fucking awesome. <clears throat> yeah. There was a uh, famous, well, I don't know how famous, but an Indian movie called Doom, and then there was Doom 2, which I really liked. Were, are, they really, are they spun out of this? No. Is The Rock not, in either it nothing, And it's spelled with an H. It's D-H-O-O-M. Doom. Oh, okay. There's a book called Dune. Yes, I knew that There's, one, too. That's got sand in it, too? Yeah. It's got sand in it also, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's based on Journey. You remember in Beetlejuice, there were sandworms outside of the house. Were there? Mm. Yeah. What other famous instances of sand are there? In They're, Star Wars, that's how... Uh, in Tatooine. Where, yeah, in Tatooine. I was about to call him Luke Riley, which is not, not Luke Skywalker's no, name. No, that's not his That's no. one of our that's correspondents. One of our <laughs> if I didn't want to talk about sand anymore, famous but sand I wanted to know... What games had come out? What list could I go to? You go to the official list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. Nothing on PSP. Surprise, surprise. On PS3, Brave comes out this week. Oh. For the the movie. Yeah. And on PS Vita, Lego Batman 2. Funny story, that came to PS3 as well. Yes. Lego Batman 2, all over the place. Yes. It's our pick of the week. Mm. Pick! Of the week. Disappointingly, that wasn't on the drop on PlayStation oh. blog. Thanks, what? Jeff. On the drop. It's an anti-DC campaign by Ray Gutierrez. Oh, I think that uh, someone did write in saying that they don't know the uh, source of the mom and grop. Brop and I tried brop. to say mom and pop once and screwed it up and yeah. it became rama rama rama. Yep. And just That's kept it. on going with it. Mom and pop just changed by Greg's 
delightful befuddlings. If you didn't want to go to your local brick and mortar store, grop and mop shop, <laughs> you go to the PSN. Here's what you get there. PSN games, Magic the Gathering, Duels of the Planewalkers 2013, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Future Soldier, Two Worlds 2 Game of the Year Edition. For only 25 bucks. How about that? Yeah, that's actually a pretty good deal. Vita game, uh, Lego Batman 2, DC Superheroes, no PSP. Minis, Kaleidoscope. For five bucks. For five bucks. There you go. Wonder, I wonder why Tabletop Tanks is selling so well and all the minis are tanking. That's why. Tabletop Tanking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Toomba comes to PS1. Toomba. And some DLC. Is it Toomba? I thought it was Tomba. I don't I care. Tomba I'm, already, well. I'm way past it. It's good. It's dead to me. Okay. And that's all the stuff that's digital. Pick of the Week, Lego Batman 2, DC Superheroes. It's great. Liked it a lot. Man. For, P- for the caveat, of course, for PS3. You're Correct. About. Yeah, I haven't... I, the, the Vita version, from what I hear, is the ported over 3DS version. So the 3DS version is not open world. Correct. There is no open world. You go back to the Batcave if you want to do stuff. And well, Jesus H. Christ. Yeah. How it should make it easier for trophies. I don't know. It, it, was, it is in the middle <laughs> of downloading when I left. This is why we don't have a review. is because they sent me a code. Mm. Sent me a code last Tuesday. But, of course, it didn't get updated until today. Making it hard to play. Right. It would be impossible to play without the game. Yeah. I can't believe that we went through all those uh, rubber report items so quick. Mm. Well, you got a meeting to get to. We're trying to help you out. Yeah, thanks. We don't want to lose you. Yeah, Let's talk about our big toe. Toe, 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 toe. Topic of the week this week happens to be uh, E3 predictions and how we did. If you remember, we all made okay. four E3 predictions. Five. Five E3 predictions. I was about to say, wow, we're really doing this for next year early, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to go over the results. Are you ready, Ryan Clemens? I'm ready. Let's start with the worst person who was on the show, Andrew Goldfarb. Oh. Andrew Goldfarb said that Bioshock Vita would be... Dis- oh, by the way, this is all compiled by Mitchell Morgan, M-Dog. He runs the Beyond app. He runs the Beyond uh, Twitter fan page there, so give him a like. It's the Beyond Nation, if you're looking on the Twitter yes. thing. Uh, Goldfarb said... Uh, Bioshock Vita would be discussed during the Sony conference. Didn't happen. Zero points. Uh, we'll get an infamous on the Vita. It won't be developer sucker punch. Didn't happen. Zero points. Vita get, get price drop uh, comes down to compete with the 3DS. One hundred eighty dollars. Didn't happen. Zero points. <laughs> Move integration to Resident Evil Six or Assassin's Creed Three. Neither were announced. Zero points. <laughs> uh, at the very end of the conference, Sony will say PS4, Orbis, whatever will come out next year. Now that's zero points as well. Sorry. Sorry, Goldie. Goldie. Man, that, yeah, that, that didn't turn out so well for him. Colin, mm. let's get to yours. Okay. There will be no mention whatsoever of PlayStation 4. No mention was made. Mitchell Morgan awards you one point. Okay. Vita receives a price drop. Zero points. Sony shows The Last Guardian, announces a release date. It's coming this year. None of that happened. Zero points. Guerrilla Games will show Killzone 4 at the conference and play it. Nope. Zero points. Quantic Dream will show both of its games. One will be for the PS3 and one for the Vita. Sony will announce its purchase to the developer. M-Dog writes, Sony did not buy Quantic Dream, nor did Quantic Dream show a Vita game, but they did show their PS3 title, 0.33 points awarded. Smiley emoticon. Oh, look at I'll that. Ta- I'll take it. You would say you have 1.33? I, I, I think my guesses were somewhat safe this year, to be honest, too. Yeah. So I'm surprised that I only got 1.3 points. Yeah, I agree. I think, well, I remember we all had to play that game where we knew things off the record. Yeah, and we couldn't yeah. say things we thought knew were going to happen. So yeah. that's why some of our points are, are weaker than the others. Now, here's where it's going to get interesting. I'm really interested to see how he evaluated mine. Ryan Clements. Let's, we'll, let's talk about we'll it. We'll read his exact descriptions of how he's awarding you. Points. Now, should I should I argue any of my stances, or should we wait until it's until we go through I think them? we'll finish. We'll do you, and then we'll do me, and then... Okay. We'll, we'll, okay. All right, do, I want to do Clements, and then I want to do you. Okay. Can't we just all do each other at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, some obscure PS3 bundle that no one cares about will be announced. M-Dog writes, the only PS3 bundle announced was the Assassin's Creed 3 one, which I wouldn't consider obscure. 
Zero points. Now, I was just curious. Did I say did I say PS3 or did I say a Vita bundle? It was a PS3 bundle, right? We can only go off of what M-Dog okay. is I, I mean, I trust M-Dog. If I don't, you don't actually remember. remember. 15 minutes ago, I couldn't remember what episode this was. <laughs> so asking me to go back to that kind of I trust him implicitly. Yeah, we, M-Dog's got our back. Okay, so. What are we going to cite? What, what was, what's the Vita bundle you're going to cite? Nothing. I, I'm pretty sure I said PS3, but then, okay. like, when thinking about it, I thought, did I, like, say a Vita bundle? I mean, no one the, cares? But even well, if you the Liberation did, the one is still a huge deal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So there, but there was an Assassin's Creed 3 PS3 bundle. Correct. Yes. Okay. Remember, I wasn't at the conference, so I was hearing it kind of I secondhand. I, I didn't quite catch everything. It's not like we wrote anything. So there about are two. It, so so there, there are two different. <laughs> jerk. There are two different Assassin's Creed style bundles for both Vita and correct. for PS3. Right, correct. Okay. Those are the only two bundles talking. So did he give bundle them all together? Super did he, bundle. <laughs> super bu- did he give me any points for that? No, zero no, points. Zero points. But he, even though that it, there was a bundle announced, some obscure PS3 bundle. But it's a PS3 bundle. It's just not obscure. Yeah. Well, you 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 qualified it as the it was obscure, specifically an obscure PS3 bundle. Yeah. Zero points. I mean, I mean, you want me to take out the obscure some PS3 bundle that no one cares about? Yeah. You qualified right. it twice. Yeah, to do double qualification. That's why I hate half half points. But I understand. Then we would just all have zero if we didn't do it that way. Yeah. Let's keep going. Two new PlayStation Move games announced. One will look awful. One will look even worse. Only one, I believe, move title was shown during the conference. Wonderbook. I'll give you 0.5 points. All right. So you have 0.5 there. Man, they technically mentioned Sports Champions too, but yeah. that was actually announced. Yeah, I don't think it was shown. It right? was not shown. Yeah, and that though I will say that technically Wonderbook and like the things contained within it were multiple move games because Wonderbook is like the platform, and then Book of Spells is like the specific game. I was so one was awful. Ass- I was sleeping during one that part was of the awful. One is even worse. So you could. You well, know. I like how we weren't going to argue, and now we will. I thought I was allowed to discuss my. I points. thought we're going to do it after we did it. Did mine? Never mind. Sorry. It's too late now. You've let the cat out of the bag. That is yeah. the that is the point of contention. Okay. That well, one, I'll, one, I'll, there's I'll, Wonder Book and there's Book of Spells. I will gladly accept. Now no, the no, argument no, no, would be, no, 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 I will no, gladly no. accept the point five. Book of Spells is its own disc. So it's its own standalone game thing to buy. So you're gonna buy Wonder Book and you're gonna have game stuff in it, I guess already. Yeah, but I, I don't. It's it's no. Nah, you don't think they're two different games? Well, like, I'm sure that they are. Two well, no, new Wonder PlayStation like, games will be announced. Wonder Book's a platform. I'm saying they're selling them separately. I'm saying no one's going to buy either of them, so let's move on. All right. Well, <laughs> I tried to argue for you. No, I appreciate it. Dad wouldn't have let's, it. Let's say... Uh, 0.75? Like, yeah, 0.75. That's bullshit. Okay, 0.5 then. I don't care. It doesn't matter. You're going to win anyway. Kazurai will pause awkwardly at least once during his speech for an extended period of time. Yeah, this was Trixie. Kazurai never made a speech during the conference. Zero points. Now, some non-M-Doggers, the unofficial podcast right. beyond bookies out there, they were trying to award you points for that one because he stood awkwardly when referenced by Jack. That doesn't count because, again, you qualified how it was going to happen. Shouldn't have, I shouldn't have did all these qualifications. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Next, some... I'm going to do joke predictions next year, uh-huh. and I'm going to do less qualifications, see if okay. I can net some more points. All right. Poor Vita sales will be addressed by Jack Trenton's corporate-friendly sense of humor. Yeah. Jack did not address the Vita sales at all. Zero points. Or points, as he wrote here. Yeah, tough. Because there's a lot of corporate-friendly humor in that. Exactly. Last Guardian will not be dated. Correct one point. All right. So now you are in the lead. With with one and a half? Yeah, 1.5. Colin, 1.33. Andrew Goldfarb, zero, because he's a zero. Oh. All right, my (laughs) turn. Greg Miller. A PlayStation 3 exclusive wins IGN game of the show. Sorry, Greg, M-Dog writes, Tomb Raider was IGN's game of the show. Zero points awarded. Patapon Vita will not be announced at the show. Patapon was not shown off for the Vita one point. Monster Hunter Vita will be announced. Monster Hunter wasn't announced <laughs> for the Vita. Zero points. 
Killzone Vita is shown and given a release date. Killzone Vita was nowhere to be seen. Zero points. <laughs> Call of Duty Vita is shown, and it's not Black Ops 2. Correct. This is M-Dog. Correct. The, the COD game is COD Black Ops Declassified 1 point. What? No, 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 no. You like no, that? No, no, yeah. no. That's, no, that's, that's bullshit. Greg wins, I'm, according no, to M-Dog. And you just said earlier in this show, in this very show, you trust him implicitly. I do, but you, so the ruling of the court. But you, it is true that you, you didn't let me argue, but now you're arguing. But no, no, but no, no we're is, a lot, I want to argue. It's just funny that I trust him implicitly. <laughs> and now he's all like, wait, no. No, no, because it says he, they didn't show Call of Duty. They didn't show anything. They showed a logo. They according show according to our ruler and master and dogs. I can't. That's can't bullshit. Argue. I say that you and Clements tied. Or Clements won. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. I mean, because. Well, all Call right. of Duty Vita is shown and it's not Black Ops 2. Shown. So half mm. a point. It's not Black Ops 2, but it wasn't shown. We haven't we still haven't seen a goddamn like a pixel of that. Well, game. the thing is, is that I wonder. I think we have to. The real question is, what is our definition of shown? Does he mean the game is shown running? The game is just show like any aspect of the game is shown because then it counts because it it was a it was the no, logo. No, I don't think so because it's like saying it's like saying you know here's a painting like you're like you're at like you're at a, a conference about art and you're like I'm gonna show this I'm gonna sh- oh I saw you know this new Leonardo da Vinci painting but it just they just said the name Leonardo da Vinci they, sh- they showed me the logo they <laughs> just said Leonardo da Vinci on the screen it was the plaque that that's like underneath the painting I don't know that's a tough one I, I mean again. Colin trusts M Dog implicitly, <laughs> so I think we already All we right, can't whatever. argue with the findings of the the M Dog Commission. So I have a, I'm running a close second on that one. No. yeah, I think I think, yeah, I mean in in all honesty, yeah, we would tie if if we were scoring it, but we're not the official ruling body of the Beyond Nation. So <laughs> when, when, when none of us ever agreed that M Dog was, uh, so. we, I, we <laughs> I trust him implicitly. All right. All right. <laughs> Colin gave him so much power, so much power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I can just taste the what irony. It's <laughs> one little more, uh, sentence. All right. Spirals everything away. No, that's good. That was, those are fun. All I know no, is I lost. It was a good time. That's uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're wondering how M-Dog sprung to popularity, he listened to the Podcast Beyond every Thursday, but now it's Tuesday. So he listened to Beyond every week, pretty much. And then he emails us at beyond at IGN.com, just like you can with questions such as these. Question number one comes from Joseph. Colin, mm. why no love for Devil May Cry? Last week you said you had no idea why they would reboot DMC. I don't know. I just don't. I, 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 a lot of it comes back to a joke that Clements and I have been doing for many years, which is that I think Animusha needs to be, uh, needs to be you know, given love over DMC. Obviously, <laughs> both properties of the same company or whatever. I don't really understand. I don't know. I, I never thought Devil May Cry was like an exceptional game at all. I, I think the first one was fun. It's like, whatever. I don't Cause, know. Because you didn't play three is really what it boils down to. Yeah, I don't think I did. Yeah. So three was the best one. Okay. And then four was, and I think DMC is going to be phenomenal. Mm. It looks fine. I just don't really care. It's a good, a good developer's working on it, of course. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph writes in, Greg, best Metal Gear game, Peace Walker or Metal Gear Solid 3? Peace Walker. No debate. What do you mean neither? What are you, what are you, <laughs> are you saying two? Though. You love two. I know you love I two. Know. You got anything to say on that one, sweet no, pea? No, I, 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 what? I said you got anything to say on that, sweet pea. Sweet pea. Yeah. I like that. That's name. a good name. That's for you. good. Mm-hmm. That's. Uh, am I part of uh, that uh, movie? That Sucker Punch movie? Wasn't there a girl named Sweet Pea in that movie? No. All right. Cool. I'll move on. 
Greg just gave me a funny face again. <laughs> God, I forgot to say, uh, you should uh, just grab the Devil Cry HD collection. Just play the third one. That's really all you need to I play. I want to play them all, but I know that's not going to happen. Nope. Yeah, you want to. I have fucking lofty I really, goals. I really, think, I really think you will get a kick out of the third. The third one is really fun. I am going to start playing Assassin's Creed 2 tonight. Whoa. Yeah. Hold Whoa. on real quick. Easy. Mm. Pin in that one. Mm. Ryan. Yeah. Joseph's final quickfire question. How hard is it being the most beautiful son of a bitch around? I wouldn't know because I'm not the most beautiful. Oh, sweet pea. It's very modest of you, sweet pea. Anyways, uh, now jumping back to take the pin out of it, Brett says, apologies if you've talked about this before, but with Assassin's Creed 3 coming soon, which of the Assassin's Creed games are worth going back and playing to get caught up on the story? I don't have time for them all, so I'm especially wondering which in the Ezio trilogy are worth playing and are necessary for the story. Brett, funny you bring this up. On the way home from E3, Colin sat down and made this big list of games he wanted to play because he was done playing crappy games for trophies. He wanted to focus on good stuff. Uh, And we had a big debate at the table over this. It was Mm. me, Goldfarb, Justin trying to sway you the right way. For sure, Assassin's Creed 2. Play Assassin's Creed 2. It's awesome. Uh, It gives you the best footing, I think, for Ezio's story. Gets you going really well. I played Brotherhood because I liked uh, Assassin's Creed 2 so much, and it's just Brotherhood's more of Assassin's Creed 2, and it's really good. I started to play Revelations, and I couldn't fucking do it. So it's one of those things where, honestly, if you play 2, you're going to feel for what the the franchise is, the series is, you'll have fun. It's really deep. There's a lot to do. It's a fun platinum to get. And then you could just watch the endings for Brotherhood and for Revelations if you really wanted to. Which story did Revelations follow? Which character? That's you. So, so two uh, Brotherhood only, it, and Revelations is all Ezio. Yeah, it was it was Altair was Assassin's Creed one, and then Assassin's Creed Bloodlines on the PSP. Okay, and and I if anybody's out there like, screaming at their iPod about some social game or some dumb Facebook thing or the comic book, sorry, I don't know any of that crap. Uh, and then just real quick, uh, sorry if this is spoilers, but the the sort of the reality outside of the simulations. Yeah. Is it has it just been one guy? It's the all whole time? Desmond. Yeah, it's all Desmond. Desmond. Yeah. Okay. Is he gonna also be the one um, being the reality person for in three? three? Yeah. That's yeah, yes. And they said it's more Desmond than ever. Okay. Because he's cool. He's been he's been coming along. Right. Oh, voiced by Nolan North. Good guy. We know him. I mean, everybody's voiced by Nolan North. Yeah. Started another game for review today. Two seconds in, guy walks on screen, and starts talking. I'm like, oh, Nolan North. Nolan North. There How are you doing? I'm, 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 I'm gonna have to I'm bounce gonna in a couple minutes, but there's no rush. I just will have to bow out. All right. Uh, do you have anything? You don't have anything to add to this Assassin's Creed thing. I don't what, know what's, your, about. what's your plan? Are you going to do just two, or are you going to try to get I'm through more? Play it by ear. Okay. I want to go through because there's just other games I want to play. I do want to play two for sure. Yeah, two. I'm probably going to have to move on. How's All the right. Uncharted three platinum going? <sighs> That's funny. I joke only because I don't care. You could, you know, you know me. Funny story oh. coming into the Beyond inbox at beyond.ign.com. Matt Alsop writes in. He says, "Can we please?" Please have an update on the trophy situation. I don't know where you all stand at the moment. Oh, uh, okay. So, Ryan, well, where do you yeah, stand? I'm, I'm the low. I mean, yeah, I don't play uh, for trophies. So, last time I checked, I was either at 11 or 12, I think, okay. for level. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Last I looked, you hadn't signed in in over a month. That's you not true, because I signed in a, a few days Bitch. ago. Yeah, but this was like a week ago. Okay. You definitely didn't sign in for like over 30 days. Yeah, like, yeah, because E3 would happen. Mm. Don't know if you knew about that. Should have brought it with you. I didn't know E3 lasted for 30 days. So yeah. interesting. Well, you know, Matt, I'm at. <laughs> Not uh, all of us can go home and kick back with a pizza and play uh, oh PlayStation all night. That sounds like a good night. I know. That's what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matt, I am. I am currently level 20, 41 percent. Uh, I'm gonna platinum Lego Batman two here in the next couple weeks. I have a couple of the reviews now coming through. What does that mean? What do you mean rolling your face? What's your, what's your... <laughs> rolling his face. You stop rolling your face. Scrunch face. Hey, Pokehead, you rolling your face on that? Pokehead, you rolling your face. Um, I'm level 23% right now with 25 platinum trophies. 
I love the the doodles that Greg does on his sheets. It's a Triforce, right? Yeah. There. Tri- yeah. Triforce. X is in a Triforce. Steve writes in. He missed an article. This will be a simple qu- answer. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, Greg, as someone who reviewed the previous Telltale games and knows a little about how that company works, I'd figure you'd be the best to answer this question. Where the hell is Walking Dead Episode 2? The game was supposed to be out on a monthly release schedule, but nearly two months have passed since the release of Episode 1. Furthermore, Telltale Games refuses to be anything but coy and vague about it on its forums. So I was hoping maybe you have some information that you could shed some light on. Of course, Steve, uh, if you read my E3 preview, okay if you didn't, it had spoilers in it about what was going to happen in Episode 2. They told me the end of this month, so the end of June. Uh, you, you, like many people, heard what you wanted to hear and how they were releasing games. Telltale and their messaging was very clear that it was always going to be on a regular release schedule. That they were, they never said monthly. I never heard them say monthly. Or I understand why people think that though. Of that course, was the way it makes it was sense. It makes sense. Yeah, Jurassic yeah, Park. yeah. But I mean, it's one of those things that you know they're working on each of these episodes as they go. Hurdles come around. This happens, and it's not as easy as saying, "Oh, hey, PlayStation, here's this. Put it up for us." They PlayStation runs and QA's it and does all this other stuff. They find something they don't like, or Xbox finds something they don't like. It goes back and forth for a while. Yada yada yada. So look for it soon. Hopefully. Knock on wood by the end of the month. You like that? That was a visual. That was I a visual. It. And uh, with that, You're I'm up. going to bow out. I love all the Beyond community. Thanks for listening. I have to go record a video with our team. So, Greg, here's the song for later. It's really good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch over there after I ask this question so okay. that I can keep this show going and not okay. explode. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. I got to get you a question here, Colin, so I can move. But. Don't ask me don't any questions. I don't know about which one. Oh, here we go. Tim has quick fires, I think. Okay. Colin. Mm. Fuck, that was that would have been a good way to open up the games list. Where do you go for things? Uh, he, had a, he had a thing. I didn't read through that one enough. That's okay. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my Just god. Just move. Uh, no, now they're all Lego Batman questions. You don't have anything to say about Lego Batman. Oh, you want me to move. I see what you're saying. Oh, here we go. You can talk about this one. Okay. Because you, you've been trying to pioneer this. Spearheaded, as they say. Corey Wall writes into beyond.ign.com. Hey, guys. I mean, Beyond. Beyond. Still, we're only a few episodes away from episode 250, and you guys need to do something awesome, like mm. die Ryan green or get matching tattoos that all say Gertrude inside a heart. Mm. I don't know. Something crazy. But for real, what do you think you'll do for 250? Well, we've been discussing this, and uh, so I think what we'll do is what we did for somewhat what we did for episode 200. Or no, for 150. I'm sorry. For, we'll, we'll do for, we'll, let me rephrase. We'll do what we did for 150, not 200. For 200, we'll do what we did. Or for 300, we'll do what we did with 200. Let's start again, Greg. You want me? Okay, hold on. Beyond. Beyond. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode <sighs> 245. No, we're not going to do that now. All right, so let me rephrase. For episode 250 of Podcast Beyond, we will do what we did for episode 150, which means we will have we'll be on video, uh-huh. we'll take calls live, um, and then we'll, well put we it up later. To. We hope to. Well, I assume if we did it everybody two remember, years ago, we'll do it. At everybody, the well, no, everybody remembers Voice of God, Chris Ostertag. Mm-hmm. He is no longer with the company. God rest his soul. Uh, so I'm just making sure that the technical know-how and Dave Tool's fingers can orchestrate that kind of thing. I'm sure. Worst case fun. scenario, maybe we Skype people in, but it, we'll, we'll do something. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And then for, you know, we're so far away, we're at a year away, a little more than a year away from episode 300. And for that, of course, we have big plans. Yeah. 300, like you were saying, we, I'd like to, we're going to do, another, we want to do another live event. Right. We want to, because the number 200 was so much fun. I was thinking about that the other day. It's exciting. It was a good time. Yeah. We got a ways to go though. <sighs> no, it's just around the corner. That, see, it's funny that we say that and then it'll be here before you believe. I mean, remember when we finished and we started talking about, oh man, what are we going to do for 250? And not 250s in five weeks. True. That's the scary part when you say uh, like that. Uh, All right, I have a whole bunch of questions here. I don't know how much you can add to any of them. Colin. I don't really care. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, good talk. 
Um, Steve from Bolingbrook, Illinois, who lives a mile away from Pertillo's, writes into beyond.ign.com. I have a question specifically for Greg. I saw your tweets about Lego Vita, blah, blah, blah. Batman fan, I'm going to purchase it. Oh, I, so here's, here's the question. Oh, I guess this is back to the not knowing everything about the Vita, the DS version. He has a trip. He wants to know if it's good enough for two four-hour flights, so a total of eight hours, or if the console version is a whole lot better and be worth waiting until he got back from vacations. Uh, played the first two levels of the DS version today. Uh, if and it's it seems like it's keeping the same level structure. And I saw I saw a thing on the PlayStation blog today talking about it where they had to remove one for technical concerns. So I'm guessing I'm looking at you're looking at 14 levels. Really, if you it, it's like, it's a Lego game, and I don't know the trophies. So there's always going to be going back into free play with different characters, getting to different areas, maxing out your stud meter, yada 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 yada. If you want to do all of that, you probably and this is again after playing two levels on the train probably could squeak out a full total of eight hours because i know once you beat the initial story you can go back and get the red bricks all the hidden lego stuff and then there's also a couple justice league missions they threw in at the end i don't know exactly what that means but if you wanted to 100 percent the game get the platinum trophy that i still don't know the trophy list for that strikes me as something you could do in that time period i however would probably just recommend getting the ps3 version i'm going to play this one on vita hopefully get the platinum in that as well just because i'm a big superhero fan dc in particular but I don't know. You're going to play it a little bit. You took the code. Yeah, I just have a small memory card, so I'm going to finish Metal Gear first. That's the only small thing you have. I know. I've got a lot of small things. You're just going to finish Metal Gear first. What, you, platinuming it or beating no, the I'm game? i beat them. And then... Well, I'm not saying you're not. I'm but, almost done with Metal Gear Solid 2. I just started playing the VR missions on the train because it's like too distracting. Oh, so you're just going to beat the games. So you're not going to platinum. Yeah, it's like that's, now a, that's a fucking pipe dream. Now I'm back to... Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying you're going to platinum both games and then be done with it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things like this. Colin and I talk about this all the time. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know something. Colin, I know you'll second this. Okay. You and I know we are extremely blessed. We get to come into work and do what we've dreamed about forever, every day. So if we ever complain about anything, we know these aren't the world's greatest problems. Yada, yada, yada. Right, right, right. The thing that gets us down is Colin and I, different parts of the country when Metal Gear 2 came out, fell in love with it. Played the wheels off Metal Gear Solid 2. I had a perfect save, all the dog tags, everything. And it's one of those things I would love to do that again now. But our day-to-day review structure and life and things at IGN prevent that from ever happening. That's why I'm very, with Lego Batman right now, I'm like four or five trophies short. And there, there are things that are time commitments. But I really don't want to let that one go. Because I do this all the time where I play a game for review and I'm like... Ah, I'm going to platinum this game. I really dig this game. I'm going to come back and do all this stuff. And every, anytime you say that, you put a game down, it's gone. Six months later, you look back like, holy crap, I never did that. Because, oh, I had to review this, I did that, and I went here, right, and I did right. this trip, and yada, yada, yada. Well, that's why I made that list in the airport, because it's like, like I've, I've basically... So here's how it all... I think the Beyond listeners will appreciate this little anecdote, which is that I brought home Battleship, the PS3 <laughs> game, to play, and it's supposed to be like a six-hour platinum. And I started playing it, and I'm like, this game fucking sucks. I can't do this anymore you know the fact is is that i'm just going to concentrate on playing games that are worth playing with maybe rare exception because i always say like games that we platinum like up or where the wild things are or cloudy of the chance of meatballs those are actually kind of fun like i I, like i didn't hate like those that games are actually better mechanically and actually work better than a lot of the games that everyone like you know fawns over uh but I can't play these shitty games anymore. So I made this list as as an exact uh at an exact needed time in which i was going to um uh, not play those shitty games anymore, and and Assassin's Creed Two is one of those games. So I'm going to try to do what I can uh, going forward with platinum trophies. Uh, I intend on continuing to earn platinum trophies. I just want to have 30 by the end of the year, and I think that uh, that's totally reasonable. You're what 25 now? Yeah. Oh, you can do that. Yeah. Uh, but I but keep in mind that Burning Skies was the first platinum I earned since Resistance Three. 
Yeah. Which I earned like around when it came out. And that's what, and I guess, and again, again, we're not bitching about our jobs. We're very blessed. We love it very much. But that's what always boggles my mind about like Will Powers, right? Over at Sony, mm-hmm. a winner of Tester Season 1. He just posted a picture of his 70th Platinum and it was Resistance 3 and stuff. Like he's not Platinuming just the baby games. I think he, he we talk, I talk to him a, a lot about it. You know, his strategy usually is to do one really hard one, then an easier one, hard one, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, he has a lot of legit Platinum. But it's like, man, I don't know where he finds the time to do either. that. I have no I, idea. I get home from work. I get home at like what seven o'clock eat till you know seven thirty eight to walk eat till ten <laughs> <laughs> then you play for a couple hours unless you know i finish something i need to move on to the next thing yeah I, it's crazy i don't know i mean i don't have like a, a super active uh social life either so yeah. it's like yeah and I, he's in shape and he's engaged and he's engaged, now and stuff. Yeah. what the hell is he doing i don't know i don't doesn't sleep it eating the crack cocaine that's how you do, that's how you do eat, that is eat, that how you do that eating the ca- oh, oh. It's, uh, isn't that the rock candy everybody's always yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. okay I think you're on something. There. Christopher writes in with more Lego Batman 2 questions. Uh, number one, how are the trophies? Kind of covered it. It's it's a Lego game. It's a huge time sink. I'm 25 hours in now, and I still I probably have a... Well, maybe I'm like 20 hours in. I forget. No, I'm 20 hours in right now. I'd say by 25, I should be done and platinumed, but I need to commit. Who is Robin? Excellent question, Christopher. Uh, obviously, Robin in this game is dressed in Tim Drake's duds from New 52, but the problem is that when I unlocked, uh, you know, you can get them outside of their, you know, in their secret identity forms. I unlocked Bruce Wayne. When I unlocked the guy who came down with him, it was Tim Drake. Or, I'm sorry, it was Dick Grayson. making. And Tim Drake, of course, is the Robin who should be in that suit. Number three question here from Christopher, is Nightwing playable? I guess not. I still have a couple people on my character roster, like maybe five that I haven't unlocked yet. I have to buy still, and you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Nightwing isn't one of them yet. Maybe he's one of the hidden ones. But if I already have the Dick Grayson secret identity one, and he's, you know, the same as Robin, it looks like there's no, there's no Nightwing in this is game. Is the Shocker playable? No, Shocker is a Marvel character. He's not going to be in this one. <laughs> I, I always bother Greg because, you know, I don't, I don't know m- much about superheroes or whatever. I, I was like kind of like in an ancillary way into like some comics when i was a kid and and bought the toys and stuff like that and my favorite villain is the shocker from spider-man yeah we've I, also been fighting a lot lately about killing yeah yeah you can't I, get over the fact that no superhero kills anything yeah so like i didn't really realize like when when arkham asylum came out i remember talking to so this was like 2009 right i remember talking to greg and being like why doesn't batman kill anyone i never because i never really made the connections even in the movies and like the cartoon that he wasn't killing anyone. well the tim burton ones he was fucking shooting people left and right yeah yeah so I, like so there was i didn't know that i don't really know like the, the mythology behind batman or really any superhero and uh I, and you, so you're like, Batman doesn't kill anyone or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's Batman's thing. Batman doesn't kill anyone. You know? Yeah. And then what I started to realize is that fucking no one's killing anyone. <laughs> and it's really starting to annoy me because why can't, you know, Batman just kill the Joker? Why can't he just do it? And, and, and I know, know better no, than I know, I know. I know, I know you, you and I have had this argument. We're not going down the whole argument hole. I'm just letting the reader know why. The, the, the reader right now, or listener, I should say, is listening. Sitting there drinking his Dr. Pepper, eating his cheese. Oh, and yeah. he knows... The answer. He's trying to tell you. He's screaming it out, and everybody on the bus is looking at him like a weirdo. It's like, who cares? Like, like he wouldn't kill anyone else. Yeah, but I mean, you're just applying real world stuff to it. You know what I mean? You're but, talking about these comic books that are going on monthly, on a month to month basis. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, everybody always says Batman has the best rogues gallery. He wouldn't if he just kept killing people. Yeah, but why, like, wouldn't it make the rogues more special if he killed them? And then like it was like oh from this episode or this issue to this issue it's like this is when he dealt with fucking boomerang man or whatever the fuck Captain his name boomerang. was you know and, or you know like Colin I, proofed my Lego Batman two review when he sent it back the message of the email was just a picture of Captain Boomerang <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know it, to me it's just it's it's very frustrating no I hear you I'm with you on it I mean like if if it was real world for sure you'd want them to die and that's why the movies are so 
uh, adept at whatever, being able to tell the stories and not have those huge holes. You've watched the movies and it never, you never thought about it, right? Because in a movie, it's two hours of one villain and then it's over, right? Like you don't see it over and over again. Whereas in comics, you know, there's going to be a Joker story in a couple months. Yeah, and I really, I mean, especially with the Batman, the new Batman movies, like I, I really enjoyed the gritty nature of them and the, and the villains that they've had. Like I really liked Scarecrow and, yeah. and that in the first one or whatever. I thought he was like really cool. Like I, thought, I think it's a fucking awesome idea for a villain, and he's like real, a real dude. You yeah, know? yeah. And he just wears a burlap sack over his head and fucking uses hallucinogens <laughs> or whatever. And that's totally rad. But like you know, what it would be equally rad is Batman just fucking crushes gullet and just bit, was done with it. Yeah. But again, in that world, in the movie universe, you don't have to worry about that. In the movie universe, you're gonna put him away. He's probably gonna go away. You know what I mean? Right. Like Joker, they've already said. Well, I don't want to ruin it, but anyways, anyways, it happens in the movies. Uh. uh Alejandro from Anaheim, California writes in Beyond. Beyond. Hey, Greg, I wanted to know if you guys are doing some sort of meet and greet this weekend at Portillo's in Buena Park, California. You said you'll be at VidCon this weekend and you might be stopping by. How awesome would it be if I could try Portillo's for the first time with the great Greg Miller? Uh, Alejandro, you can, but it's not this weekend. VidCon is next week, uh, the 20s of June. We're in June, right? The 20s of June, I will be down in anaheim california area for vidcon and i think we're looking at a, the thursday of that week doing some uh Pertil's meet and greet with us and some other ign contributors and youtube people so look for follow me on twitter game over greggy and you can look for updates there should we also let them know that we'll be at new york comic-con again this year we should mm. yeah you, you and i will be rocking new york comic-con in october mm. uh damon and i are rocking san diego comic-con in july if you are in the area you can come see a live taping of Up at Noon. Not in the convention. We'll be doing it at the IGN Oasis again. Knock on wood. That's still to be confirmed, I guess. But you wouldn't need a ticket. So you could, if you just lived in San Diego, you can come by. Hang and on. presumably we'll be doing Podcast Beyond Live at New York Comic Con as well. There's no presuming. If we're not, we're not fucking going. We're, we're going to have another awesome party. Drink a lot. Mm. Do some videos with a kid who looks just like me. <laughs> Final <laughs> question. Uh, this is a transferring problem right here. Oh, Jesus. This comes from Nanomas. I'll try to keep this short and sweet. I have just platinum snake eater. I transfer transferred <laughs> I transferred save to my PS3 using both Wi-Fi link and cloud save feature. I launched the save on my PS3, no trophies pop. Franny emoticon. Do I have to do this a certain way? I hope you can help me. On air or not, to keep up the good works beyond. What do you do you do you do you know the answer to this question? Yeah, I thought I he's talking about he beat it on PS3. Yeah. Well the Vita version doesn't have Peace Walker, right? Is that what he said? No, no. Meant, this is Snake Eater. Oh, Snake Eater, the third one. Uh, because the save wasn't made uh, in like before the patch was out. Correct. Nanomoss and everybody listening. What I'm assuming here happened is you say you just platinum Snake Eater, but I bet you started Snake Eater before Transfaring was patched into the Metal Gear Solid trophy cl- or Metal Gear Solid HD collection on PS3. What happened basically is you know the Vita wasn't out when the disc was released for PS3, so there was no Transfaring on two and three, just Peace Walker. So then they eventually patch it when Vita is all set to go. That gets downloaded, and that's what allows it. If you didn't have that patch, you had a save before, then you're fucked. If you start a save, you know, uh, after the patch, either on PS3 or Vita, and then transfer, that's when all the trophies pop. So sadly... That's distressing. I know. But that's that's, a, that's still a hell of a platinum now. Oh, my God. Yeah, totally. I don't even know what you have to do in the third one to, to get it. I, it's probably a whole bunch pretty, of crazy crap. Pretty similar that's to the really second one. That's really what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Podcast Beyond, episode 245. Make sure you come to IGN.com. That's what pays the bill, keeps the lights on, keeps the mics working. We write a whole bunch of stuff. Colin just put up some excellent articles this week. Mm. Do you want to tell him about it? Like news articles? 
No, the, the more the featurey stuff. You did the last week was the ten ab- absent PlayStation games. Oh yeah, yeah, the conspicuously absent PS3 games of E3. You can look at that. Yeah. Games that we thought were going to be there, but that weren't. You're going to have one up here soon about uh... probably tomorrow about. Uh... Well, you'll see what it's about. All right, all right. Yeah, we don't. Need and uh, it'll be a good one. There it'll was be one a earlier this week, wasn't there? Um, one... No, I thought you Casey maybe. emailed you about it. I read it. Oh yeah, last, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the trials and tribulations of trials PlayStation and tribulations of PlayStation. That's the one. That was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I've been, I, I'm splitting my time now between I got to get through Rainbow Moon. Yeah. Like, so I'm going to do one more feature this week. I'll continue to look at the news and take care of business uh, as it comes. But I'm going to be pretty much Rainbow Moon. I want to have about 15 to 20 more hours of done Rainbow Moon by the end of the week. So gotcha. So yeah, check out IGN.com for all that stuff. Remember, the podcast is fun, but it's not a real job. Writing and doing videos and stuff is. So go do that. Uh, follow IGN on Twitter at IGN. Follow me at Game Over Greggy. Colin at No Taxation. Ryan at Palm Cider. Uh, the Dead Andrew Gofarb at Garfep. Uh, go to YouTube too and subscribe to IGN and start. Watch up at noon on that jazz. Uh, as always, we end this show with a song submitted by you. Yes, you, one of our great listeners who sent it to beyond at IGN.com, just like you can send all your questions. Oh, and rate us on iTunes too. Xbox Podcast. What are they? Unlocked podcast unlocked. I almost called three or less because we were talking about that earlier. Xbox podcast claims they're getting close to us in uh, reviews on iTunes, so you can go. You can go change that. But Glenn wrote into Beyond at IGN.com. Hey guys, and Beyond. Beyond. I'd like to submit my band's song for this week's episode of Beyond. We're a six-piece alt-country band from Brisbane, Australia, called Rattlehand. We released an album at the end of last year, and the attached song "I'm Doing Fine" is from it. It is a song about hanging out with the friend with friends and the people you love and putting your troubles behind you. If you like it, you can find our self-titled album on iTunes. Thanks and love as always. Smiley emoticon, Glenn. Glenn, that was a charming little charming yeah, little I message. Like that. I enjoyed that. I'm doing fine. Here it is, everybody. I've already forgotten the. Oh, yeah, remember this? Rattlehand. He's better at this than me. Clemensis. Rattlehands. I'm doing fine. Look for him on the iTunes. Everything else. Colin. Mm.
I breathe the life right in The life right in On with that weight off my chest I breathe the life right in On with that weight off my chest I breathe the life right in The life right in On with that weight off my chest I breathe the life right in Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.